he had a bird on his finger and he'd put it on their shoulder <laughs> and then he'd go, okay, now you owe me a dollar. In case you didn't know, I'm Kaylee. And I'm David. And this is Backseat Driving. Woo! Woo! It's great to be back with you guys again. It is. We've had... I don't know about you, but I've had an eventful week. I've had a, a slightly eventful week, I must say. What did you do? I've just been working, you know, and having just a wonderful time at the beach. Yeah, I've been going to the beach a lot, too. I've been doing schoolwork. I've been beefing with a professor, unfortunately. But my other two classes are going quite well. Um, there, I go to a certain college in Santa Monica. And I wonder which yeah, one. Yeah, you know. there. I, I don't think I'm going to say anything more about it. All you, I just know is major beef has been thrown around. Yeah, major beef has been marinating for a little bit. What have, but what have you done this weekend to specifics? Well, you know what? I've been going to a lot of beaches recently, and I don't know about you, but when I think of beaches... I think of Venice Beach. Venice Beach is an amazing beach. A tumultuous beach, I might say. You know, I think I'd actually like to open this podcast with a question about Venice Beach. Oh, okay. Please go on and That I came up with. So, who's going to bring Venice Beach into a conversation first? I guess it was me. No, no, no. I'm going to give you answers. Oh, okay. A vegan whose favorite restaurant is in Venice Beach... Oh. A skater boy who drives to Venice Beach and then mm. skateboards there. Okay. Someone who strictly drinks Intelligentsia coffee. Ooh. Or someone who steals bird scooters overnight so they can always have a ride to work in the morning. <laughs> you know what? Those are great ones. But I'm going to pull some knowledge that I have, you know, in my personal life. I work at an organic Mexican food restaurant, and we have a vegan burrito bowl called the Venice Beach Bowl. And um, trust me, when they want the Venice Beach Bowl, they don't forget telling you how much they love Venice Beach and love their hashtag vegan ideals and how their vegan workplace is in Venice Beach. This seems oddly specific. It's just, it's happened once or twice. I just choose A. I choose a vegan. Are you okay with this being on the internet and your employer potentially being able to track that? I just said I worked at a certain organic Mexican food place. No one knows what that means. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. That's fine. I My personal belief for the Venice Beach question is a vegan whose favorite restaurant's in Venice Beach. Exactly. Because, you know, it's the stereotype with vegans. A vegan will let you know they're a vegan very soon. And they do let you know. So I feel like that's just a really good way to slip in to the conversation, you know, if, if you go... Oh, you know, uh, in Venice Beach, my favorite vegan restaurant's there. That's true. You know, I feel like that's like the best of both worlds. It's Hannah Montana. I mean, you know, the most popping restaurants in Venice Beach are always the vegan ones. I couldn't name one. Um, actually, the only Venice Beach restaurant I know prominently, and it's an Italian restaurant. It doesn't sound vegan at all. It's not vegan at all, but it is quite delicious. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, you might know it. Uh, they specialize in throwing garlic knots at you. Oh, oh yes. That's Marina Del Rey, actually. Oh, is it Marina Del Rey? Siena Trattoria in Marina Del Rey is a lovely place. And when you go, you'll be sitting and there's like this 
you, you sit in these like kind of plastic chairs and over on the side of each of the building it kind of looks like you're in Venice, Italy. And it's a really pretty place and the waiters are really nice but they're very, you know how a lot of restaurants give out free bread? They are violent with the free bread. If you walk, like, say they give you, they give you these little garlic knots. They're these tiny little, like, fist-sized pieces of bread. And say they walk by and put six on your plate. If you eat one of them, they'll go, oh, a garlic knot? You need a garlic knot? Have a garlic knot. Yeah, no, and, you know, somebody will ask you, how are you doing on garlic knots? You'll say you're fine. And then about 30 seconds later, somebody else will come and go, oh, here, let me just give you a little bit more garlic knots there. I said, how are you doing on the garlic Exactly. It's a yeah. wonderful place, but they're just, they're quite vicious about the garlic. They're really vicious about the garlic. Another, so I think, I think it would be great if we started out this episode with leading into the topic of Venice Beach with some of our favorite places in Venice Beach and maybe some stories we have attached to that. Yeah. Yeah. I think because I grew up in Venice Beach, I have a very deep connection with it. That's and true. I've I've definitely watched it change over the years. It used to not be very trendy. It was just kind of a weird place. It, it, it still is a weird place. If you drive down Main Street near Rose, there's like the giant ballerina clown, and there are the giant binocular, the, the Frank Gehry like binocular building. Okay, I know that one. I and don't know the the, the, the ballerina clown. clown one, you've not seen the giant animatronic ballerina clown on top of CVS Pharmacy. I have, I know. I'm not. Do aware you know of how this. many times you and I have driven by it and you? You know the I binocular building? I know the binocular When you drive building, by yeah. BuzzFeed and you need the Firehouse restaurant? Yeah, yeah, I know It's all right across places. the street from there. Oh, it's like I 30 know. feet tall. I, know. I know the Ronald McDonald. The, what, oh, <laughs> I don't, yeah. <laughs> on La Brea, there's a McDonald's with a Ronald McDonald on top of it, but he's laying in like this <laughs> seductive position. I think it was an inflatable that got tipped over or something. It's quite frightening. It's horrifying. I, I'm quite not a fan of it. <laughs> but but you know, no, I don't know of any clown. But please do a go on. This is definitely more of Kaylee's area of expertise. This is definitely my area of expertise. I love all of the cool buildings in Venice Beach. One of my favorite is um, the Frank Gehry Building on the Venice Beach Boardwalk. It's a building uh, by this really cool architect, and he created all out of like these weird synthetic materials. And at the very forefront of the house, overlooking the ocean. There's this pillar, and it holds like a little square. And the square is a replica of a lifeguard tower that you can go inside if you live there. Oh, okay. There's also um, a room full of velvet. The outside of the house is covered in velvet. Oh. And, like, imagine when it... When I was a kid, I I used to bike past it and think, gosh, what if it rained there? That's true. That's so But you could vacuum your wall. Oh, that's so much work. I don't (laughs) even vacuum my floor. Oh, well, I do. Well, I didn't know we had a little hierarchy of vacuuming here. <laughs> I didn't know either until now. Oh my gosh, you're pretty rude. David's testing me. But testing. a place that I very much love in Venice Beach, and I know Kaylee feels the same way, is a little ice cream shop Ooh. on Abbott Kinney called Salt and Straw. Oof. Their ice cream is phenomenal, and they have so many flavors. I know. It's, it's great. So and I'm a connoisseur, although I'm lactose intolerant. But she is a connoisseur. I will suffer through anything for salt and straw. Somebody could cut off my hand in like a saw-esque style. And I go, hey, you know, you got salt and straw. As long it's, as you had your salt and straw. Long. So the first time I went to salt and straw was with David. And we got 
each separate cones. David's not good at ice cream cones because he's messy. I'm not. I try my hardest. I try my very hardest, but I still manage to get drips to spill all over me and my shoes and the floor and the ground. What's the difference between the floor and the ground? Uh, the floor is inside and the ground is outside. So presuming you're in salt and straw, do you just spill it on the floor the second you get it? Honestly, yes. You were a sad, sad man. I'm not a sad man. It's just usually I stick with putting it in a in a cup and then having a cone on top. See, I hate that. That's hedonistic. Well, the thing is I still want the benefits of the cone without the downside. Well, you're eating it upside down. Well, that, was, that was pretty funny. What can I say? I'm a comedian. Everybody laugh. laugh I'll give you now. a minute to laugh. Yeah, we'll d- pause for laughter. Tell me I'm funny. Anyways... So, do you remember what you got the first time you ever went? Um, I believe I got the coffee one. Oh, oh, what was it? It was the Stumptown Coffee. Stumptown Coffee. I don't coffee. know if it's still there. It's not. It was really good, though. It was amazing. It's quite good. To I, be fair, I got it a year ago, so. No, it was still, it, they, yeah, it was still amazing. No, I, like, to be fair, like, that's why it probably mm, isn't there anymore. Well, they have, like, a core set of flavors and yeah. then, like, a rotation. It might have been on rotation. I remember what I got. I got in a cone, one of their nice waffle cones, which you can smell a block away. I got sea salt with caramel ribbons and honey lavender. That was really good. But the salted malted cookie dough is really good. Cookie dough is amazing. And the freckled chocolate. You can't go wrong with anything on the menu. Yeah, it's one of those things where I wouldn't normally pay $7 for a dessert. Especially, like, if I were at a restaurant and I were splurging, yeah, but if I'm just going for an ice cream, I wouldn't, but I would at Salt and Straw. It's just that good. It's that freaking delicious. Honestly, I might have to even make a trip tonight. I've had a really, you know... I would love to make a trip tonight. Let's go, if you want. Yeah, let's do it. Sweet. Daily Bertrona, making plans real time. I lo- <laughs> No, I love Salt and Straw. I also love um, when you're walking down... Abbot Kinney, because I love Abbot Kinney, and I think it's the most confusing place on earth. It is pretty fantastic. There's just, you meet such an eclectic mix of people. Especially if you go at night. At yeah. night, because half the people are in their sweatpants because they're rich enough to live in the area, but for some reason they're all 19 or 20. And yeah. they have like, they look like models. And I look like a ch- Cheeto. Left on the street. <laughs> and not only people, though, but the rotation of stores, like, every month. Yeah. Everything's switched out, because I'm sure, you know... Gentrification. Also, the value of the properties are vastly expensive. Yeah, and... and I don't know how a, a sock store stays in business on Abbot Kinney. Yeah, I mean, there's a place in our hometown called Wilding Wall Beds, and... How does the <laughs> storefront stay around selling wall beds? Because that's exactly what it is, a front. You think it's a front? I think it's a front. Well, you heard it here first. I don't think... Al Pacino. Wait, no, Al Capone. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Al Pacino, you know? Anybody could be having a side hustle. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think Al Capone ever died. I think he just went to Wilding Wallbeds and he just like, descends so, from a wallbed like a vampire. <laughs> so he's over 100 years old and he's, oh, but he's a vampire. So that's how he's lived so long. You know, anything can happen in good old Gundam. <laughs> but we're in Venice Beach. Sorry, sorry. Question mark? Another one of my favorite Venice Beach places, gotta confess, 
Venice Beach Boardwalk. Venice Beach Boardwalk, another great mix of people, but not the mix that you would think. Or want. Yeah, exactly. Or anyone would need. Or no, you do have your Abbott Kitty Crab, but then you also have, you know, like, people that start just, like, dancing on the side of the street and mm -hmm. are, like, forcing people to dance with them, and then they make you pay them oh, $5. The dance circles are so violent. I was telling uh, a group of friends I went out for coffee with yesterday at Venice Beach Boardwalk, there's this one specific, like, they're a famous dance group, and they have dozens and dozens of people always crowded around them, doesn't matter the time of day. And they'll get up on there in the microphone and go, all right, everybody, you better dance. Somebody come over here. Hey, you know what? Your mom doesn't love you if you don't dance. You get over it. Like, no, they they're are. very violent about it. And they, they pull people in, and it's just, I don't understand it. Like, yeah, they're, they're good dancers. That's really awesome. But they don't have to berate the people that are watching them. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, hey, you're fat. Hey. Hey, how about you lose some weight and come dance with me? It's like, yeah, oh my like, god! They, they need volunteers desperately, but nobody's there to, to volunteer. They all just want to watch. Yeah, they're, they're just, oh, wow, I didn't think I'd be the show. But I know it's not in Venice Beach, but in on the Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica, there is the funniest street performer. And this is not me berating him or anything. I'm shouting him out right now. He goes up. And he's always next to, like, a really big act. He's a, he's a seldom-known oh, yeah. artist. And this guy, every time I'm at the promenade, he's there. And he stands with a boombox behind him. And the boombox is playing Drake. Only Drake. No other music yeah, but Drake. Drake. I mean, it's never not Drake. Yeah, you, yeah, it's it's always Drake, and it's always at a <laughs> thanks, David. It's always at a quarter volume though, because he doesn't have the instrumental track. He just has the regular track, but turns it down just enough so you can barely hear Drake's voice over it. And he'll rap it, and he only raps Drake, and he can't. It's so. You know, he does. He tries his hardest. You know, he tries his really hardest. Known, he tries so hard. And. Oh man, this guy's been at it for a while. He's been at it for a while, and like I see him trying, I see him putting his all into it. But sometimes you just gotta throw in the towel. <laughs> if, if I have to, I, I don't know how every one of our podcast episodes somehow end up back at one dance, but if I have to walk down the promenade and hear, baby, or um, the, the best is when you're walking down and he, he goes, she say, do you love me? I tell her only partly. I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. But he says it like that, like he's been crying. Exactly. I think, you know, the, the idea of just, he just feels like at a certain point, the huge crowds next to him watching, you know, some dancer or a guy playing the, the bucket drums. Soon somebody's going to walk over to him, but no, it never happens. And I feel like that would take a toll on you emotionally. God's plan. Maybe it is God's plan. <laughs> Stick in there. Stick in there, guy. You can do this. <laughs> oh my gosh. What do you think of Drake's new album? I haven't listened to it. So I have. Oh. And it reminds me of an entire hour and 40 minutes of Best I Ever Had. Oh, so was it the best you ever had? Um, no. Oh, okay. No. I think... I, I do like that he says... KB. And I'm like, that's me, and I'm from Toronto. Wow, when did we meet Drake? But, do you love him? Um, Drake and I have um, a tumultuous history, kind of. Oh, okay. Uh, in, in, in light of recent events, I don't think your marketing stunt should be 
being nice to women, and I don't think you're a revolutionary feminist for writing about girls using Instagram. Okay. But I also acknowledge that not many rappers do that. That's true. So it's it's a sense of respect, but Drake, if you don't write your own lyrics, are you a rapper? That's all I'm going to say about that. Well, very profound questions being asked here. At Drake, if you hear this, you, you know, obviously you will, because, you know, in Toronto, we stick together. Exactly. Uh, Sean Mendes, if you hear this, we're friends. I really like you. You're a really sweet boy. What about JB? Uh, JB. Um, next, uh, Grimes, you're fantastic. Uh, keep getting that Elon money, girl. Yeah, Elon. He went to school in Toronto. He went. No, he went oh, to school went in to Kingston. School in Queens. He went to school in Kingston. Oh yeah, he went to Queens. Yeah, he went to Queens. No, and uh, my my last Canadian of the hour is Carly Rae Jepsen, and she has yeah. an awesome underrated album, Emotion, by Emotion on iTunes. What about the weekend? He's a sad boy. Ha 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 ha. But he's still from Toronto. Yeah. So he's going to be listening to this. His first three albums are, like, decent. Like, Trilogy's decent. Okay. That's all I'm going to say about The weekend. But let's throw it back to Venice Beach. Let's throw it back to Venice Beach. You know, we were talking about performers. We were talking about, you know, this dude that puts in everything he has to drink. But, you know, then if you go to Venice Beach, if you're from there, if you even visited there once, you'll know the infamous man... And his rollerblades and his speedo playing the electric guitar. That's just you. And if you take a picture with him, it costs you ten dollars. That's the kind of hustle I'm trying to do. But the thing is he doesn't tell you. So you'll get a picture with him and then he'll just harass you for ten dollars until you pay him. Like the guy in wait, who's the guy that you saw on the train in Calgary with the bird? Oh yeah, there there would be this guy that would wait at the train station. And he would go up to, you know, mainly teenage girls, and he had a bird on his finger, and he'd put it on their shoulder, and then he'd go, okay, now you owe me a dollar. Give me a loony, which is a little coin that's worth a dollar in Canada, and he'd go, give me a loony. And those girls would go, I'm not going to give you money. He went, I put the bird on your shoulder. I did something for you. You now have to pay me for my service. And most of the time, people would pay him. For my so service. He would, he would just walk around with his bird and put it on people. And then if the bird did a little... Put a bird on it. Did a little dance, you'd have to give him a toonie. You'd have to give him another dollar Wait. because the bird also did something for them. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. How did the bird decide who to dance on, who to not? Um, I think the bird just like sort of like shimmied or sh- shook itself. And the man just said, oh, I danced. That's incredible. <laughs> the thing is... I was lucky enough to see him do it to somebody else. So when I saw him walking with his bird in front of him, I just, I had him move away from me. I told him I'm not interested in the bird. <laughs> I don't have any money for him You're for his bird. You're a fool. I mean, sure, I would have loved to have the bird land on me and do its dance, but I didn't have any money to give him. <laughs> and do its dance. Yeah, That's beautiful. To do its dance. <laughs> Half the time it would just malt. Oh, Wow. Do you mm. think he could whip and or nene? I don't know if that's a gamble I'd be willing to make. <laughs> no, but I, I like those kind of... I think they're interesting. I always like to know people's backstory on uh, like how he got that's the true. bird, why he puts it on people. And he goes for it. He, he goes all in. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh my gosh. I mean, sure, he should be paid for his services, but maybe he should be like you know a little transparent about what his services are before he demands <laughs> These are my rates. Uh, minutely rate. No, in, in Toronto, we don't, nothing like that's really happened to me. Once I was on the underground and somebody took out a, pl- like a clarinet and started playing Gershwin and 
Hmm. It was like really pretty, right? It was, it was yeah. just like street music and, and, and somebody went, shut up! And that's kind of like what Toronto's like. Oh my God, like that James Charles video when he sings. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's up there. Adelaide, shut up! That's, a, that's just fantastic. That's a, that's a good video. I um, My favorite YouTube video right now is the James Charles uh, medley sing-off kind of oh, with his with his buddy with his friend i think it's so funny because he acts like like his just his acting and his singing and i'm not a hater i think james charles is really sweet hi sister james if you're listening yeah, if you're listening but that video just cracks me up for so i can't explain why like it doesn't crack me up in a good way it's just you can tell how forced it is, but at the same time, they don't want you to know how forced and scripted it is. Like our podcast. I'm kidding. We don't have a script. Yeah, we don't have a script. It. Uh, what's the oh, next wait, line? Oh wait, what? What? My God, what page are we on? See, we're both not funny. We're. You would know. <laughs> you would. You would know if that we're scripted because it would have actually been funny. <laughs> but instead, we both go. Ah, oh, what line page? Well, I was gonna make the joke first, but then she sort of stepped all over it. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. I'm actually the funnier one. We actually did on our vlog channel, which is completely ironic, and I regret saying it already. But we did one where it was who's funnier, and 70% voted for me, 30% for David. Well, it was a little bit closer than that, but... I didn't. I don't really have a social media presence, so most of the people but the uh, vlog- that follow our vlog channel, you know, Kaylee sort of takes it into her her wings to post more vlogs. So I just think they see more of Kaylee than they do of me. Of course, we all, everybody that's following it is both of our friends, but I just think Kaylee, you know, she she honestly, I don't even have the account information anymore because I'm pretty sure Kaylee kicked my account off I of didn't. the shared account. I so didn't. David forgot the password. I didn't forget the password. I tried to log in one day and it said that I was kicked off of our vlog you channel. You got an Instagram notification that said you got kicked off your vlog channel. Maybe I did. Shut up. That's so not fair. But, but um, I still maintain that I'm funnier, I think, if not at the same funny level. I think I'm funnier than you, and I've, I, I think I'm wittier than you. Okay, I, think, I, I will cede that you are wittier than me. I think you kind of you're you're funny, but you're funny in a in a more like regurgitative way. That's rude. <laughs> See, but it was funny. What is that supposed to mean? You're kind of like. Am I like a penguin? Do I do I regurgitate my humor? No, but you say things like that, and that wasn't funny. <laughs> I d- it was a question. <laughs> Am I like a penguin? Because like, well, because penguins regurgitate into other penguins' mouths. Yeah, you're kind of like the kind of funny that's like, oh, I saw this funny meme, funny instead that's of like very rude. <laughs> I just and want... I'm not like that. You're the one that sends me memes from Instagram. It's an act of endearment. The truth is coming out right now. I'm not letting, you know, these lies be peddled anymore on my watch. <laughs> David has a scarlet U on his chest for unfunny. I'm a martyr. I'm a martyr, and that's okay. You're a okay. martyr? Yeah. Well, what's it like taking that sacrifice for everyone? You know, it's a, it's Someone's gotta a do toll it. that I'm willing to bear. That's beautiful. It's a cross that I will walk across the valley. That was the most confusing thing I've ever heard. Jesus did it. Why can't I? Okay. Uh, welcome to the first time we've brought religion into this podcast. I was really trying to steer him away from it. And we'll stop bringing it up We're gonna now. We're going to stop right now. <laughs> we love you guys. But, but you know, let's, let's wrangle it back. Yeah, wrangle it back. We Venice Beach. Venice Beach. Land of dreams. Land of some kind of opportunity. Tell the opportunity something. to break dance on a slab of cardboard in the middle. Now, tell me what you think of the boardwalk. What are some founding experiences that you have there? Um, I used to skateboard there when I was a kid with my family. 
sick, awesome. Yeah, it was really Skate fun. Skate on. Yes, yeah, uh, skater girls, what can I say? Avril Lavigne, another great Canadian How's It Hanging girl. I used to skate there, and I used to go to the beach there all the time. I used to surf there. I That was like my beach of choice as a kid. It's a good beach. Yeah, it's a really good beach. I love to swim and body surf and surf there, and it was always a good time. I, I associate Venice Beach really nicely, but now that I'm older and I go back to the boardwalk, I'm like, wow, this is a dump. It is so terrible. It's so dirty. It's so... The thing. First of all, it's dirty. Second of all, it's full of tourists who like cannot walk. They just do not understand how to walk. They they stop in front of you and they go, babe, let's take a picture. And it's like right in front of you when we're walking. Like, come on, we got places to go. I mean, yeah, you could just honestly, you could go 10 feet under the sand and take a picture. Exactly. And not have to deal with some like crusty group of people behind you. Crusty? Yeah. You, that's pretty good for Venice Beach. I, yeah, that's true. I mean, everybody just gets a sunburn. Yeah, everyone turns into a little baby crab at the end of the day. <laughs> and but another great thing is like the people who, who sell stuff. Med like, cards. They just, they just carry signs. It's like, I need money for weed, bro. Yeah, they're always really honest. They're like, need yeah. money for prostitutes and weed. And it's like, yeah. I admire your transparency. And, and, you know, there's ones that, like, give me money or F off and stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is a clean podcast, so yeah. you can listen to it with your kids with or your, your fam. parents. Yeah, just on a nice car ride. Just This is for everybody. Yeah, exactly. We don't want to, you know, we want to be inclusive of everybody to listen to our podcast. Exactly. Exactly. Even if it means toning it down a little. That's okay. That's okay. We make sacrifices. We're both martyrs. Like Yeah, like I said, I'm a martyr, <laughs> and so is Kaylee, hopping on that bandwagon. But you know, what's new? <laughs> that was shady. That I apologize. That was so rude. I what apologize. bandwagon? Wait, can I just ask, what bandwagon have I ever hopped on? Um, I'm drawing blanks right now, but I'm sure there have been some. I've, I don't think I've ever actually hopped on a bandwagon. It's possible. In, you're, you're pretty strong with I'm, your convictions. I'm an original. You're All original. these other haters are imitators, and haters are my motivators. Walt so, Whitman is shaking. <laughs> so they're, they're, your, they're your imitators and your what? Motivators. And your motivators. Okay. Often imitated, never duplicated. Wow. Hmm. Well, you know what they say. What? Um, and that's the highest form of flattery. Imitation? Imitation. Oh, yeah, I guess. I guess. But actually, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. I don't know. So it was pretty funny. It, it was <laughs> But, uh, no, my favorite's on the boardwalk when they try to sell med cards. Yeah, you know, you'll get your everybody dressed up in green with their signs. Hey, you want to buy some weed? Only 60 bucks. We'll make sure you have glaucoma. Come see Dr. Weed Smoker. <laughs> that's true, but I guess that's all over now that it's, you know, yeah. that it's legal. They're going to be out of a job. Yeah, or they're going to... Beat. Or they're just gonna straight up yeah. sell weed. Yeah, on, they're just on the, on the street. <laughs> you don't need a card anymore. That's true. A card, credit card. Yeah. Do you think they have chip readers? Oh, okay. I'm just gonna say right now, the day people in Venice Beach get chip readers is the day that humanity is going to <laughs> suffer. Think of all the times somebody's come up to you and been like, hey, can I have a dollar? Regardless if they're homeless or not. If they're homeless, I understand. But if they're just like a random dude, like, yeah. oh, hey, and can I have a dollar? If you go to Venice Beach, random, random people, people will ask will you ask for money. Exactly. So imagine the day, because every time you go, what do you say? You go, oh, sorry, don't have cash on me. What if they yeah. go, oh, well, I, I take Venmo. I take chip readers. Exactly. You know, he puts what one you of gonna... those square things on his phone. Yeah, I got Apple Pay, bro. <laughs> like, what do you do? He already saw your phone. 
Like, the what do you is, do there? I don't know why these strangers even ask me for money anyway. And they're straight up about it. They're always like, oh, I need to buy a six pack or, you know, exactly. I need to buy some weed. It's one thing if somebody's homeless, but it's yeah. another thing. Because that, that's one thing. If, in Venice Beach, yes, there are people that will genuinely ask because they need money. But there are also people that are just like, huh, bro, I could so go for some soft serve right now. Exactly. Exactly. And it's it, it's a weird kind of dynamic there. But another thing that I think is really weird and odd about Venice Beach is the freak show that for some reason is still there. Oh, is it still there? Yeah, they have a freak show where they have like like a woman covered with hair and like all yeah, this... the bearded lady. Oh and yeah, stuff like that. No, I like the woman covered with hair. I think <laughs> it's, it's only five bucks a game. I think that's as a little. I remember. I think that's a little more elusive. The woman covered with hair, because then you wonder how much hair. I mean, technically, Everyone's, most women are covered in hair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I like to imagine like it's just a woman who like just didn't shave her legs, and that's what someone paid five dollars to see. Ooh, if you want to pay me five dollars to see freaky. that, yeah, if you want to pay me five dollars, I will. I already don't shave my legs, so you can just take a little peek. I know this is a podcast, and you can't see me, but my Venmo. Is, I'm kidding. But, no, I, I think the idea of freak shows are kind of really outdated and terrible. Well, it is outdated, but, I mean... If you're giving someone a job and treating them well... I guess, yeah, if they're not there against their will, I Yeah, guess. yeah, I guess. And clearly people want to see it if they're still in business. Mm-hmm. Another great thing about Venice Beach is they're um, right in front of one of the stores is a giant shark... Like a giant shark statue of a shark wearing like oh, a yeah. really tight speedo, and it's like uncomfortably sexualized. Oh, was that Baja Sharkies? No. Oh no. No, his name's like I don't remember what his name is, but if you're if you ever find yourself on the boardwalk, there is like this ripped statue of a shark, and it looks so much like a dude, and it's really weird because it's like how they sexualize the the, the green M M&M and M kind of. Oh. Okay. You're like, why is this having a sexual connotation? This is a food and or a shark. Like like Carl's Jr. commercials oh, with, for their burgers. Oh my god. Like, why is it so sexual? I hate Carl. Carl's Jr. Put a burger in your mouth. Like I I hate I hate those commercials. <laughs> They're like, hey, straight man, you want to eat a burger? Carl's Jr. <laughs> I, I, I don't like Carl's Jr. commercials. They really make me uncomfortable. Maybe it gets people in the door when they see Paris Hilton chowing down on a Western bacon burger. I mean, I don't think Paris Hilton said I think Paris Hilton just does her own thing. She's been in one of those commercials. I've seen it. Oh, my gosh. Maybe you should try and land a role. I don't know if they want a, you know, a, a her suit man. Her suit. I'm a hairy individual. You should go work at the freak show. And I don't really want to work at the at the freak show. I don't want to be regarded as a freak <laughs> and put that on my resume. So the freak show when you walk in is David, the weird looking shark statue. And you. The green M M&M, the woman covered in hair. Me, the slightly hairy woman, and the green M M&M. and M. And the green M M&M. and M. Yeah, the, the green M&M, I like the, the the internet conspiracy theory that the green M M&M and M and the brown M M&M and M are in a secret like lesbian relationship. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. And oh, I didn't know. Because you always see them at, like, there was an ad a, a while ago, and it was the brown M&M and the green M&M, and they were going, finally, some alone time without the boys. <laughs> oh, interesting. And I think it's pretty interesting, because most of the commercials feature the peanut M&M and, like, the, the angry-looking red M&M, right? Yeah. So where's the brown and green M&M? Well, they're best friends, and I think the the brown and green I think saying friends. breast, <laughs> see, breast friends, Freudian slip. 
I mean, that's a Freudian slip off of your brain, not one of the M&M's. Because I think they're lesbians, and I want them to be. I want them to be in a happy relationship. Okay, this came from, I read a theory on the internet, <laughs> too. It sounds like you're peddling your own truths here. Maybe I wrote the theory on the internet. I mean, it's a possibility. I proofread my own theory. <laughs> <laughs> No, I am. But bringing it back, bringing it back to Venice oh, Beach. Reel it in one last reel time. Reel it in one last time. I, I quite like Venice Beach. Oh, I love Venice Beach too. You know, it's yeah. got a, it's got many many flaws. But Once so I found a bag place. full of just human blood on the beach. Yeah, I've found that was pretty magical. You you'll find a lot of things at Venice Beach. <laughs> oh my gosh, my friend the other day told me that he was. This isn't at Venice Beach. It was at Dockweiler Beach, but he saw somebody with one of the bird scooters that are all over Venice Beach and El Segundo, Santa Monica, everywhere in the South Bay. He saw somebody take a bird scooter and put sand over it and bury it like treasure so oh nobody could so nobody could take his ride. Oh, the poor person, you know, there's there's somebody who drives out at night to get all the birds and recharge them and puts them out in the morning. That poor person has to park, you know, you know, like pay half ten dollars for parking. Walk over, find it with the tracker, pull it out of the sand. Oh, that's rude. Venice <laughs> Beach is a place where there is no logic, there's no reason, and there's only chaos ever. It's true, there's only chaos, but it's like a controlled chaos. Okay, I actually have personal beef with a place in Venice Beach, though. Oh, which one? I have a Venice beef, and that Ooh. is the Terrace Restaurant. The, oh, this one, mm-hmm. yes. So when I was eight, I really, 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 really had to go to the bathroom. And I'm not like one of those people that's like, oh my gosh, I need to go to the bathroom right now, but I really had to go to the bathroom. So, eight-year-old me goes to the terrace and I go, excuse me, may I please use your bathroom? Innocent enough, I'm eight. And they go, sorry, bathrooms are paying customers only. And I don't know why, but it stuck with me for so long. That was the rudest. Like, I was a kid. I, I, like, I eventually, like, I don't remember where I eventually went to the bathroom, but I just remember that, and that made me mad. So if the terrace hears that, you're never going to get sponsored, ever. Never. Never. This isn't exposure, either, so don't, don't go ahead and think it is. No, no, no. Slander, no slander here. But uh, just keep it into account next time you're in Venice Beach and you have to go to the bathroom. Just think of places yeah. not to go. Don't go to the terrace. Don't go to the terrace, or you will face... You will be rejected. Yeah, you'll, you will face the penalties that come with that choice. No shirt, no shoes, no, no money, dignity, no service, <laughs> no basic respect <laughs> for children's bladders, no humanity, no humanity. I, I, I'm being half serious. You I'm will a- find no refuge there. <laughs> <laughs> I I I went into it thinking it was the Statue of Liberty, like it was my beacon of light <laughs> in the darkness. You crossed the Atlantic I and did. you finally saw it. You saw hope, and then it was crushed. Then turn around. No, ah. Dang it, not again. Coldstone it is. Coldstone. Ooh, Coldstone. They have nice bathrooms most of the time. <laughs> There's a Coldstone El Segundo. Yeah, it's got a nice bathroom if you, most, ever, yeah. if you ever need to use it. <laughs> David and Kaylee's bathroom recommendations. Yeah. yeah. Shout out, honestly, shout out to the El Segundo Coldstone bathroom. You're clean. Cleaner than most. That's beautiful. I know. That sounds like a jingle. Shout out to the El Segundo bathroom. You're clean. Dun, dun, dun. Cleaner than most. Huh? Wow. All right. Coldstone. That'll be $800 for that jingle. And if I put a parrot on your shoulder, it's two. Oh, it's an extra two dances. bucks. Yeah. Well, if, it's two, two Canadian dollars, so it's like a dollar 
45. Yeah, give me give me a dollar 45 again with my Venmo. If you, if you decide to stick with me after you see my legs. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I think I think this is a pretty good place to leave off for Venice Beach, don't you? Yeah, Venice Beach is lovely. We have a lot of good times All in Venice Beach. All pours out to Venice Beach and it's wonderful beautiful mix of individuals. Hugs and kisses to Venice Beach. I love you Venice Beach. That's for Venice. And, and a special thanks to to, to the salt and straw. Salt and straw yes. To the straw. To of the salt. straw of saltiness. So we're gonna get going, guys. It was great talking to you. Can't wait to do this again. Yeah, can't yeah. wait to. As always, have a pleasant drive. Bye, boys and girls. Like grew girls. Okay, I'm leaving.